Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. After we have something to eat, I lie down and I get a bit of a headache. I start to feel kind of a bit unwell. I was like, what the fuck? Where does this come from? Big thanks to the fantastic team at O'Connell's Bar in Galway for generously supporting this season of Deep Roots. Day five. I cursed myself earlier. We were coming up to uh, Barafu which is our base camp for the summit push. It's about 4,750 metres, I think. And uh, Amelia wanted uh, to do a kind of inaction few words. And I was like, feeling strong, because I was. <laughs> But I also said uh, there's always a hint of reluctance to say that because I know how quickly the mountain can change that. And sure enough, (laughs) we get to camp and I feel inexplicably tired. And then uh, after we have something to eat, I lie down and I get a bit of a headache. I start to feel kind of a bit unwell. I was like, what the fuck? Where has this come from? Out of the blue. It has me worried. I can see my mind playing all sorts of games. You know, using the foothold of doubt and weakness to manipulate 
and I'm not sure I have the emotional energy to fight against it. I'm not sure this means enough to me. Actually, I know it doesn't mean that much to me, to someone again. You know, once you've... Meaning is so fucking important. So fucking important. And I don't have a huge amount of it attached to this. To summon in Killy for the third time. So I'm worried. First things first, I'm just trying to get on top of the physical state I'm feeling. The headache and the hot chills, I suppose you might call them, that I was getting for a little bit. So I just forced a lot of food into me. Um, taking a couple of paracetamol, um, drinking lots of water, had a Dioralite. Now I'm sitting here, I'm lying here now in my tent. It's about, I'd say it's quarter to seven um, in the evening and we're starting at midnight. I'm starting to feel a bit better, so um, gives me a little bit of confidence. Time will tell how much I'm up for this, how much I'm willing to fight to achieve it. Um, where I'm at physically, it's going to be a long night. For those of you who listened to the last climb you won't really recognize the name Barafu camp because we didn't stay here we stayed at Kosovo camp before we started our summer push which is uh, about 200 meters higher in elevation and an hour's trek we haven't been allowed into that camp this time so that means uh, summer push is going to be longer and more challenging because we're starting from a lower elevation so it's going to be about 1300 meters in total which is it's a hell of a summit push especially when you've only been on the mountain five days I think it'll test us all some shit about um, well, they didn't actually give us a reason they just cancelled permits that we had and asking everyone to pay another $118. So it's, I don't know, maybe some sort of money grab. But uh, nobody was able to sort it out before now, so here we are at lower elevation, starting out. But, you know, lots of people start from this camp, so it's, um, it's not a huge thing that way. The rest of the team is doing quite well. There's a few headaches floating around, bits and pieces, but... Generally, I think everyone is in decent fettle um, and ready for the battle. So, the next time I talk to you will be after that, maybe during it. Let's see. All right, keep striving. Cheers.
because next time I'll talk to you will be after maybe in the middle of it <laughs> technically this is after but it's very 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 much after the fact three months nearly for some reason unbeknownst to me I never recorded another dispatch from the mountain after our summit attempt, my second summit attempt. The producer of this show, Niall, messaged me basically very kindly and considerately asking me to wrap it up and I was like, what? And I went back into my voice notes where I record these on the mountain to find the obvious wrap-up that I've done, that I did. And uh, there wasn't one there. He was absolutely right. <laughs> For some strange reason, I never did one. So, um, so let me start there. I was talking to a friend, a writer friend of mine recently, and he mentioned this concept about um, glimmers, um, their periods of memories that stick in your mind. So uh, my glimmers of my second, some second summit push attempt are positive ones to start with. Although I was not feeling great or particularly because of that particularly confident, um, I slept great. I slept like a good five-hour block to um, whatever it was, half eleven, midnight, um, before we hit the the trail again, and uh, I felt very strong throughout, um, very relaxed, very calm. I remember singing with the guides and porters, and you know been in a, a place of such comfort in um, my state, physical, mental, emotional, that um, I was able to kind of link in with people and um, try and aid or help in, you know, the littlest possible ways that you can in those states, but at least be a, a voice of encouragement and um, surety. So, um yeah, it was it was a beautiful night. Um, you know, the, the, it's a tough slog. Like it's a real tough slog from, particularly from Barafu. You got to go up through Kosovo, um, and that's quite kind of steep. There's a couple of slippy parts, uh, and then um, especially when you've gone over it before, you know, like only nine days earlier, so you know what's coming. And then there's the big long night hike up to um, Stella. Group went good there was the you know there's always going to be struggles for people and we had them but everyone um dug deep and um fought their way through it and there was some really nice moments at uh, Stella uh, I was with Amelia at the time and that was uh it was beautiful uh we were both pretty emotional you know speaking of glimmers I remember seeing Kieran. Um, he looked like he he looked like he had just seen 
uh, action in a war. Like he was just sitting kind of firstly under the sign and secondly to the left of the sign, the Stella Point um, sign, uh, like with that thousand yard stare, you know, like what the fuck was that? Um, so he, he definitely dug deep uh, and uh, it was, yeah, it's just a lovely moment, you know, it's, it reminds me a bit of rugby when you go through, when you all go through something difficult together and you know on some level what the other person had to do through your own experience, what the other person had to do to get through that. From there, then, it's this kind of just long, um, gentle um, incline to the summit. And, uh, yeah, everyone got there together. And it was it was like a ghost town compared to what it was like nine days earlier, which was, um, which was great, you know, permitted us to um, enjoy it a little bit more, um, take it in a little bit more. Um, come together a little bit more like it was like a it was a fucking scrum nine days before that and it was very a bit like you know it was a bit doggy dog like and there was just people pulling the piss with photos and it was just didn't make it that enjoyable you know it's not what it should be for sure so um, having a huge much much quieter summit I you know maybe f- few more people on top of our group maybe like got to 20 people there rather than what seemed like about 200 <laughs> nine days earlier um yeah made it a much more pleasant uh time on top and i think everyone had kind of regathered themselves at that point so it was pretty um you know connected and present and nice moments to share together yeah what probably stands out for me or if i think about the second summit push overall was um just as it started to come down got really emotional um started thinking about home the sacrifices that i ask uh frizzell yeah i shed a few tears joyous tears you know it was it was really nice in a way um uh you're you know six kilometers in the air in eastern africa and your heart is full, full from home, which is whatever, 12,000 kilometers away. And Amelia was there actually at the time, so she kind of caught some of it on camera. <laughs> uh, so if you guys are uh, intrigued to see a six foot five um, former professional rugby player crying on uh, top of a mountain in Africa, uh, check it out on YouTube. It should be out in the next few days. Um, but it's nice. It's nice. I there's something about those moments that are they don't come around often, you know. And the the depth of them and the the feeling of them and the righteousness of them. So it's nice to try and you know absorb them as much as you can and drink them in and feel them for what they are and where they're coming from and the the goodness behind them all and that was that you know that was kind of the end of it like okay there was another day and a half on the mountain as we descended and got out of the rainforest and and I was happy to do that you know I was I was worried about uh, home 
I was worried like I'm I'm coming to you now in uh as I said about three months after this happened and uh I'm a father of two now and I have a little uh eight and a half week old daughter Fia um so that was all in front of me at this point you know and I had this incredibly tight connection in um uh Doha that I was worried about thankfully I made it you know and I you know I didn't want to be getting stuck for whatever 36 fucking hours in an airport having to flash out um, a bunch of cash to get back to get to Australia you know Um, and that's kind of a little bit of what I foresaw happening uh knowing how Doha Airport can be precarious, you know, in terms of its transfers. The the rest of the group were in the exact same position. Like they had um I think they had five to ten minutes more in terms of their take their connecting flight takeoff time. But we've all made it. Um but I suppose that's where my mind was at that point and, and you know, reflecting now it's probably why I didn't um I didn't make a a second or a, a kind of uh, follow-up uh, on um, on the summit that night, you know, a, a dispatch, a, a podcast episode. Um, that's all I can really put it down to, that I was kind of done, you know, get me off the mountain, get me home, get me uh, uh, cleaned up and, and I'll head home, you know. I look back on the whole um, experience very fondly, you know, I met some really really genuine nice people and shared some nice experiences together and um yeah and had a good laugh right and uh you can't ask me for much more you know and and uh i feel that um, people got it like it's a great mountain it gives a lot to people you know it really does it gives there's a lot of opportunity in it because the way it's set up like it's short but it's high and it's challenging but it's achievable um but uh and and all those things make the experience i think very um it can be at least very um impactful for people and i feel of the 27 i think that were with me or 29 was it no 27 um 25 got to the top and I think I would say that I, you know I'm, I'm pretty confident to say 26 of the 27 got some something very positive from the experience it's probably only poor Brian who had to leave on day two of climb two that you know probably you know it's hard to see how he would have got too much from it you know uh, apart from just probably frustrated uh, and anger but um you know, and and it's yeah, that's that's the thing. You know, it's a great mountain, and I, you know, um, it was there was some really nice moments shared with people. You know, I, that's what it's about, right? Making those memories and having those experiences. Nobody can ever take that from you. A lot of things can be taken from your life, but those things can't. You know, yeah. So um, I look back on the whole thing very fondly. The connect and it, you know what's coming up for me is just those connections that were made. You know, they're sincere and they're um, important and they're there. 
they're there. They're there for life, you know. There's a little bit of unease inside me about the podcast and the Killy climbs. I, you know, on reflection, I would like. I may go back to Killy again. Um, I wouldn't mind having this experience again with people. Uh, I wouldn't do twice. I'd just do, you know, maybe one climb. But um, I definitely wouldn't do a podcast from it. I just, it's not, um, on reflection, it's it's not a deep roots expedition. At least personally. You know, I don't think those places of challenge that uh, I'm trying at least endeavouring to share um, that can lead to these deep kind of profound um, insightful informative moments that can change you you know change your perspective and outlook and mentality Um, I yeah not sure it's that you know so yeah there's a bit of on there's a bit of something there in the background a little bit of um overhanging negativity i can't quite put my finger on it but then again i haven't thought about it usually because you know i know it was i think it was a mistake um and i wouldn't do it again um so that's kind of season four wrapping up um it was an experiment I think there was good and bad things about it um lots of learnings at least I'm coming at it from the podcast perspective here and um yeah it's it's done now um clearly <laughs> it's left me feeling a bit regretful I don't think I was as committed to it in terms of like pouring myself into it like I have with Everest and what I have with the North Atlantic Row, like the fucking, you know, when I I think of the depths of um, action I went to to get those dispatches back from the middle of the Atlantic, like some of the situations I found myself in trying to send those files and uh, and then compare that to forgetting to actually record one about the not even send it record it like about the um, summit on the second one it kind of says a lot to me you know um and uh yeah i think it's only right that i even if it's just now while i share with you this kind of wrap up that i um question my own uh, commitment and uh, willingness to give to the as much to this um, and uh, yeah it wasn't there so um, a bit probably I was going to say I'm a bit disappointed in myself I don't know if I am what I am is um, questioning about it all um, but uh yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not afraid to make mistakes, that's for sure. Um, I'm not afraid to try new things and experiment and explore. 
um, and they all lead to some sort of uh, information and that's all this is and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll use that information to be better so um, yeah to wrap things up I think uh, gratitude is the place uh, I need to do that from and uh, first and foremost I think I just want to thank everyone who shared the experience with me on the mountain from uh, Enda, Aina, Lisa, Darren, Frank, Marie, Cormac, Max, Aidan, Shorty, Peter, Paul, Patrick, Jen. Really hope I'm not forgetting anyone here. Our guides, uh, led by Freddie, and um, I am forgetting a name typical I really wanted to get them all off <laughs> Simon jeez Simon and then um, in the second group we had John guiding us with uh, Chidi and then the group was there was a couple of Johns Kieran, Kieran. Uh, we had uh, of course Amelia uh, Stefan um, Kira and uh, um and uh, the bold Oshin from Ballandarine. Um So listen, uh, thanks to all you guys. I thoroughly profited from spending time in all your company and sharing the experience and making memories and, um, and having a laugh. So thanks very much for coming. Thanks to Frank, Marie, and Darren for contributing to the um, the first uh, the first batch of uh, um, dispatches from Killy, and thanks for Brian and Amelia for contributing to the second, um, even if we didn't um, use them. Uh, and then yeah, thanks to uh, Earth's Edge, of course, who. Um, put together all the logistics for Everton and the guides and they were they were just a top class outfit led by um, Jam and his team of uh, great people and Joyce who was our um, our liaison in there on Earth's Edge thanks for all your work guys and, and making it such a um, yeah stress free and enjoyable trip thanks to you guys for listening there will be a season 5 don't know where it'll be from it'll be more extreme that's for sure back to probably something very hardcore um <laughs> i have an idea that i'm kind of exploring at the moment um so we'll see where we're at with that you know i have other considerations now when um i'm thinking about expeditions uh you know we've a very young family and um it's a lot to ask of them um, but uh, we'll see what we can do and um, and I'll just finish by thanking uh, Pat Lonergan and his team in uh, O'Connell's for uh, supporting Deep Roots in season 4 and um, and making this possible, making it possible that you guys can tune in and listen to the stories from the moments of your own life you know from wherever you are in the world that you can 
um, you can get something hopefully positive through the experience of somebody else challenging themselves and pushing for themselves for more um, and that's all thanks well at least um, the support that O'Connell's have given the podcast this season has um, has let that happen and I'm very grateful very grateful to Pat for his support he's been a big supporter of mine for um, quite a long time and um, yeah I want to take the opportunity to thank you Pat if you're listening it means a lot and it's hugely appreciated and it's not taken for granted man so uh, I was going to sign off for season 4 by um, thanking you all again and encouraging you to keep striving for more from yourself cheers cheers